Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything going in the land of solar this week? It's uh, going fantastic. Uh, people are beyond, I wouldn't say, you know, people are anxious, they're excited. Now they're panicked uh, because of all the things that are happening with uh, PG&E and the net energy metering and right. all of the things that are happening. It's, it's huge news here in California. What's the uh, net in energy metering thing? That's where currently uh, solar panel systems, when they overproduce, they get credited at the retail rates uh, that PG&E charges. So in the middle of summer, if someone overproduces, they're getting a credit on their bill of you know, 55, 60 cents a kilowatt hour. Wow, okay. Well, yeah, that's a great benefit. That and is. it's been uh, huge for solar customers ever since solar started uh, in California. And uh, PG&E, just like you, is saying, what? <laughs> we, we don't think that's fair. And so they want to reduce it, but they basically want to eliminate it. And so wow. people are on the solar side of the, hey, that's not fair either. Uh, and so then, the, but the other big one though, is right now PG&E customers for being the privilege of being a PG&E customer, pay about $11 a month for the access right. to the PG&E account. Mm -hmm. PG&E, well, they, they, they want to change it. So it is $10 per month per kilowatt owned. So if someone has a six kilowatt system, say, you know, about 20 panels or so, uh, they would pay uh, $60 hey. a month. Yeah. <laughs> what the? So that's, you know, that people, that's, people say, hey, that's not really fair either. So uh, all of these changes uh, have to be approved by the California Pacific Utilities Commission, Public Utilities Commission, yeah. sorry. And uh, they are, uh, they're getting a lot of backlash on both sides. So they decided, oh, this isn't the big slam dunk that we thought it was. Okay. So we're going to push it out, push out the decision until February. So, oh boy! All right, so yeah, that one has been tabled until next month. Tabled until next month, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Got it. Um, lots of politicians, you know, are against it, but it's really unusually it's not up to the politicians. So it's this one's up to the the CPUC, and so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But in the meantime, mm. uh, you know, and it will ramp up even more. But uh, yeah, we are probably like most solar companies, just getting bombarded, but. Uh, we, we hear it and see it uh, all the time, which uh, is great for us, of course. Yeah, um, but, you know, uh, for now, you know, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes in the future. But yeah, all of our current customers are super excited and near panic about uh, getting their system installed on time. And permit offices aren't so cooperative there. But uh, anyway, that was a, just a quick update right. on uh, what's happening in the world of uh, solar. But you had a uh, interesting circumstance where people uh, approached you about going solar. Oh yeah, I was uh, All right. at my Jiu Jitsu Academy and uh, there was a group of 
guys who are getting ready to uh, practice killing each other on the mat. And oh, uh, they had, they, I stepped into the conversation <laughs> and said, ask me anything. So I wanted to kind of um, ask you these questions oh, that they asked me, right. make sure that I got the information correctly to them so that they could make a good decision. So ready? Ready. Better to lease or to own a solar system? Yeah, a great question because still three out of four systems are leased. Uh, all of the bigs, you know, the major publicly traded solar companies really, really push the solar lease. Right. And that's where it's just instead of you paying, you know, if your PG&E bill averages $200 a month, they say, well, how about if we make it average 180 a month and you pay that for the next 20 years or 25 years, 30 years, 35 years, 40 years is the longest one we've ever seen. Wow. And it es that price, that 180 escalates two or three. So then if you just multiply that $180 times 12 months, uh, and that's how much you would pay in the first year, and then increase that by 2% or 3%, and then add that to the first year and repeat that for 20 years, 25 years, 30 years, uh, we have found that that is an insane amount of money. And so we compare that to if you know if you took a, a zero down loan uh even with the you know the outrageous 20 percent loan fees or you know the crazy things that we are seeing but let's just say it's one of the 2.99 percent 20 per you know 20 percent loan fee that uh is just stunning but uh the one of the biggest things about leasing is that you forfeit the 26 percent federal tax credit okay so it's when you own the system, you retain that. So if the system costs, uh, you know, thirty thousand, then twenty six percent of that. Let's uh, quick calculation on my calculator, and so that is uh, seven thousand eight hundred dollars that you're just giving away. Wow! That I think belongs to the customer. So, um, yeah, not a big fan. But if you took that same thirty thousand dollars system and applied the tax credit when it comes back as a refund then that drops the price or, you know, drops the loan from a 20 year loan to an 11 year loan in that first year. So mm. we think that's pretty, pretty great. Uh, then, you know, if you just compare what you're, you know, if you just made the minimum loan payment and then paid that off when the, the loan comes due, uh, you would actually save about five times <laughs> what wow. you would be paying with a lease. So it's, it's pretty crazy, uh, and that's just the, the one big thing. Then another one that they don't really disclose is that it actually decreases the value of the home. Uh, uh, you don't own that asset. You just have the liability. Then that's basically another loan, and it actually is a lien on your home. Mm. Uh, and so lots of times we get calls from just frantic real estate people are saying, you know, we can't get the solar finance company to release the loan and we're going to, you know, we're trying to close escrow. What do we do? And it's like, you know, how do you get a bank to release a loan? You know, the solar company is not really required to, do, wow. to, to be a timely manner. Right. So they definitely drag their feet and it really hurts the real estate process. So it really leaves a bad taste in the real estate person's mouth. And they say, we hate solar and go away solar. It's the worst thing ever for real estate. But when it's owned, they actually increases the value because you now you own the asset, and so, and it decreases the cost of home, uh, home ownership. So it's yeah. There's you know we're only on question one, but uh, <laughs> I mean that's a really basically you'll save a ton of money when you own the system, 
Okay. And, uh, you know, we could go on to the next one. I could go on. Obviously, we can do a podcast easily about just the lease. All right. Battery or no battery for a typical house? Um, That's a, it's, it really depends on the location. Uh, So, at least today, you know, if the PG&E changes the rules <laughs> for right. for this credit, it, it's probably going to make sense to have a battery. Uh, but uh, let's just assume that it's today's rules. Then uh, batteries really only make sense when uh, the power lines are above ground, uh, because those are the areas, at least in Northern California, where PG&E is targeting uh, for planned outages. So the unplanned outages where it's, you know, like a car runs into a transformer or there's a storm or yeah, something knocks yeah, out of yeah. real temporary ones. The batteries are so expensive that I, I personally have a hard time selling them to someone, but we, we do tons of them and people want them, you know, just in case. Uh, but what I'm recommending, uh, and we have other podcasts about this mm. is that, you know, uh, the electric vehicles that are coming out in the next couple of years, will allow you to plug your house into that EV battery mm. in case of an outage. So for the unplanned outages, mm. you know, you could plug your refrigerator, TV lights, and internet into the electric vehicle. Uh, the Ford F-150 Lightning EV truck is the first one that I'll let you do this. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's it's better investment, in my opinion, to put that money towards an electric vehicle that you would use potentially every day than a battery that's just going to sit up on the wall and, uh, you know, maybe use it two or three times a year. Or less. Wow. Or less, yes. yeah. Okay, next one. The uh, We noticed that the price of natural gas is skyrocketing. So in the winter, people are, you know, just going, ah, what happened to my PG&E bill? Sure. It's, um, it is crazy. And it's not just the natural gas bill, the electricity bill. Uh, you know, we, we talked about this in other podcasts is that PG&E, they... They do a carrot and the stick method where the carrot of the net energy metering, they want to do away with. So they're reducing a benefit. And at the same time, they're going to increase the stick. Uh, so we've seen uh, proposals that uh, they have submitted to the CPUC to increase electricity rates by 18% in this year. Wow. So the people who go solar, yes, they, they will be uh, a little bit less benefit, you know, assuming they're all these... Uh, these surprises get approved. Right. Uh, and then the stick side of, oh, you don't want to go solar. You don't think it makes sense. Uh, guess what? <laughs> We're going to make it make sense mm-hmm. by now, you know, uh, increasing your summer bills by, you know, when somebody's paying 300 a month, uh, they can probably expect 400 to 500 a month in the, in those crazy months. So, wow. okay. It'd still be a huge motivator to go uh, solar. All right. So. I like the trees around my house. What do I do? Mm-hmm. Uh, how much are the trees paying you? <laughs> Zero. Exactly. So when you go solar it, and it, the solar panels are shaded, I mean, it's like getting a Ferrari and then putting an elephant on top of the roof. I mean, it's just <laughs> it, the solar panels want to produce power, but they cannot produce power if they're shaded. Right. So, uh, you know, getting the trees trimmed back below the roof line is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, having trees so close to the house you know, within 10 feet, I think is a massive fire hazard. So, uh, you know, more, a lot of towns, I know uh, Marin County is starting to ban people from planting trees so close to the house. So wow. it's going to be a trend and it's happening in Contra Costa County and the areas of 
um, Moraga, Lafayette, Orinda, where the trees are, I mean, are, are, I've seen trees like it's a carpet. they built the house around the tree. Yeah. So there's a tree in the middle of the house yep. and it's a giant oak tree yeah. <laughs> with these huge branches that are shading the entire house. And that's great and all, unless there's a fire. And then if there's a fire, you will not be able to get out fast enough. Or you so want solar. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. Those, those folks, not so interested in solar, but uh, uh, they do love the tree. I love trees too. I just don't want them so close to the house. Got so. it. Okay. Uh, what do you recommend for financing? Like you talked a, a little bit, a bit, a little bit about it during the leasing part, but for financing, I know that solar companies are expected to come up with financing for the client. So how how can they choose? What's the best for them? The best is cash. So, okay. and you hit the nail on the head. This will be the last question. Okay. We're running running over, but the um, the. Oh. Solar industry really, really falls down when it comes down to financing. So you are correct. Uh, you know, when you get, uh, you know, your pipes redone, the plumber doesn't say, oh, and we, you know, we have these financing options for you. They're like, here's our bill for $8,000, uh, figure out a way to pay for it. Oh, man. And, uh, oh. you know, they, you know, anyway, so the solar, you know, they're, we are expected to provide solutions. And a lot of the contractors, they're not finance guys. They just understand, oh, you're paying you know, $180 a month now, and this, you can make it $110 a month. Well, they don't really care, you know, how long the loan goes or, you know, and, and how many fees are involved and what it does to your credit or it's just, it's never ending. So, um, we highly recommend, uh, and a lot of people are doing this, they're paying cash for the system because then they avoid all the interest. They avoid all the games that the, you know, the contractors play. And there's really no benefit to financing it. It's just, you know, convenient. Right. And I always say, you know, there's no better investment than solar. So if they can swing it, uh, cash is best. Second is a home equity line of credit. Mm -hmm. And that's available through most banks. Uh, some banks offer a home equity line of credit that has no fees, which we also like because then the, the interest that you pay is also tax deductible. Nice. Uh, because you, and so it's, but the downside is, I mean, if you've gone through a refinance, it is going through another refinance. They want to see everything. And so um, we don't recommend it if somebody, if they are not a W-2 employee from a company that they don't own, <laughs> uh, that they have credit score over 700 and they have to have at least 25% equity. That's the very bare minimum. And so it's, it's a, it's difficult so to get that, that loan, but it is the least expensive way to finance really anything for the home. Mm, excellent. All right. These yep. are all great, great answers. Thank you. I got tons more, I tons know. more, but uh, I know we could keep going, but uh, <laughs> I do yeah, have a we'll, few uh, more, but okay. Next hat. Yeah. Well, we can save them for the next time. All right. Yeah. We got, we got plenty of time. Plenty of time. Okay, great. We're going to wrap it up there. Thank you very much for spending a, a small part of your day with us today. If you have a question for Jamie for an upcoming episode, you know what to do. You can go to our Facebook page. It's Straight Talk SolarCast. Just search for us on Facebook. Uh, also, if you want to check our library of past episodes, uh, we've been doing these for years. So you can go to solarharmonics.com, click on podcasts at the top, and you can even search uh, for our past episodes for an answer for you uh, for your solar journey. Also, as always, please take a second, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you got this podcast, and remember to always refer a friend 
somebody who's considering going solar, this is a great resource for them so that they make the right decision. And it's a decision that's going to save them literally thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars over their life. I mean, what better friend that is there than that? Thanks a lot, everybody. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.